Okay, okay, what's going on? What's going on? Listen, uh, today is October 22nd, um, 2022. Um, today, I'm going to get on here on, on this podcast today and just talk about uh, some of the things that I do. Some know that I, I work for the prison system. I've been working for the prison system for approximately 20 years. We're working on 21 years. Uh, I've, I've seen a lot. I've heard a lot. I've witnessed a lot. Uh, today, I just wanted to talk about substance abuse. Uh, there are a lot of individuals that has incarcerated uh, due to their substance abuse, due to their addiction, uh, most of it is, is drugs, you know, the type of drug, whatever you can think of, people try all kind of things. I deal with inmates on a regular basis uh, with their addiction and, and, and trying to find ways that we can help them to quit and and maneuver around. Um, we work on treatment plans. We we counsel one on one. We do a lot of things to try to help these guys. Uh, sometimes we run into a lot of resistance. A lot of resistance. Um, I, I, I tell the guys that that we just want to help. We're here to try to help uh, help them to figure out a way to live a healthy, sober sober life, they, they have issues, they, they have issues, um, everyone don't receive you too well, everyone, you know, is not open to change, so this process can take a long time, because it's really, uh, it's about changing most of the guys' criminal addictive thinking ways. See, we're dealing with criminal addictive thinking. Uh, most of these guys, they, they some, some don't have a problem, but they've been incarcerated, you know, most of their life. Uh, some of them are just in denial. They are in denial, uh, and it's our job to try to help them to to see the light. Uh, and first thing they have to do is, is admit that they have a problem, that there is something wrong. Uh, it's not normal to to be incarcerated four and five different times. That's not normal. We don't want them to believe that it's normal. That's not normal. Um, it's really hard trying to get them to change the way they see the world. Because, see, they've been looking at this thing for a long time in their eyesight. For years, for years. And and when you get them, you know, you have them for, for several months. You have them for several months. And do you really think, after being an addict for 10, 15, 20 years, that a couple of months going to change their whole life? Going to just make them just put the dope down or the way they're thinking or their violent uh, tendencies or 
it, 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 it takes longer. It's going to take long. It's a process. It's daily. It's daily. Uh, a lot of times I explain to the guys that we all have issues. None of us are perfect. But daily, daily, we have to strive to, to, to make changes, positive changes. The kind of changes that will keep us out of prison, keep us on a straight and narrow, that will keep us from doing things that are unlawful. And it's not easy. It's not an easy task. It's not an easy task. Uh, there's times where they look at me and they feel like there's nothing I can tell them. And see, part of that is because I've never been addicted to any drugs, alcohol, anything of that nature. So they already looking at me like, how can you help me? You don't know what I've been through, what I've felt. You don't know. And I have to tell them, I have to, I have to tell them. So you telling me that I've been blessed to stay on this side. I've been blessed so that I can come in and try to tell you some of the things that I have done in life to try to keep me on this side, on a straight and narrow. And you don't want to receive me because I haven't smoked crack, because I didn't do meth, because I never snorted cocaine. You don't want to hear from me. So if I was a meth head or a crackhead, you're saying, now I got your attention. See, I have to tell them that I'm not on trial. I'm not the one on trial. You are the one that is continuing to hurt your family, your friends, your loved ones, your daughters. You have tried this for years. And nothing has changed. You keep getting the same output so you don't want to listen to me and I have to give an example see I try to make it real to them so I try to give them an example now they said birds of a feather flock together so if I'm trying to do good in life I'm trying to do well you telling me that I'm supposed to go hang around people that are doing bad, that don't have no, no future, no plan, that's not trying to elevate in life. So you saying that I'm supposed to hang around those type of individuals. Now, I feel like I need to be hanging around some positivity. I need to be hanging around people that want to see me do good, see me do well. Some people that can help me along the way. So, I should not have to smoke crack. I should not have to smoke weed, be an alcoholic, for you to pay me some attention. I should not have to. I'm sorry you feel that way. God has blessed me to be on this side so that I can show you the way. So that I can help give you tools to put in your toolbox. So that when you need them, when you get angry, when you want to hit somebody, when you want to shoot somebody, 
God has blessed me to try to help you to get some tools, some other means, so that you don't have to keep doing the same thing over, over, and over. And you don't want to receive me? See, these are some of the battles, some of the issues, some of the things that we as counselors are up against. And then, not only that, but we have individuals that don't want to do good. And so they're trying to bring you down too. And you can't recognize it right now because you have blinders on. You can't see. You can't see. See, misery likes company. So I want you to go with me to commit this crime. I want you to go with me and smoke this crack and smoke this dope. I want you to go with me. Because I don't want to go by myself. See, we have to be strong. We have to be strong. You have to be strong. You have to be able to stand on your own. See, it's not going to be easy. Life is not easy. But it don't have to be so hard. It don't have to be so difficult. Sometimes we make it difficult. We make it hard. Sometimes I know that life's situations, uh, some of our background, some of the ways that we grew up with no father, no mother, no, no siblings, somebody murdered your grandparents, and there's a lot of variables that come into play. We have to do better. If you want better, you have to do better. You have to surround yourself with people that's going somewhere. Enough is enough. See, because your father wasn't there, you, you know how that made you feel. Why would you abandon your own children? Why would you let your system get in the system? We had a speaker come not long ago. And I'm going to end with this. The speaker addressed the individuals. And he said, if I asked everybody in here, he said, if I ask you, put you down for your family, for your kids, for your mama, how many of y'all would raise your hand? And everybody hand went up in there. Everybody in there was willing to die for their family, for their son, for their daughter. And then he said, now, how many of you would live for your mother? your father, your children, your daughter. How many would live? And when he said live, that means go out there and try to do right. That means be there for your children. That means take them to school. That means birthday parties and, and, and being present and not absent. How many would live for your children, for your people? And not many hands went up. Not much response from the people. Something wrong. We got to start living life and not just existing. 
thank you for listening to Joe Alexander Jr. Thank you.